Welcome to Goop Tales, episode 76, I Can't Decida and the Gummy Worm Army. I'm Maria Calanchini, and I'm the author of Goop Tales. So first, I want to thank Madeline Green, because Madeline sent in the idea of I Can't Decida, who is a little girl goop who has a really hard time making decisions. So today, I Can't Decida goes to Candylicious, which is arguably the largest candy store in the world. Although in researching this, it seems that um, there's a very large one in Minnesota, in the United States. But Candylicious is in Dubai in the Middle East, And that is where we're going today. So before we get started, I just want to thank some of you little goopies out there who have either written in or sent a voice message, which I love. I want to thank Lorenzo, Julie, Judah, Lucinda, Rome, Cora, Walker, Bennett, Martine, Ryan, and Levi just for contacting me, because I love hearing your voices. And those voice messages are so sweet. And you know what? Speaking of sweet, next time one of you leaves a voice message, I would love for you to tell me what your favorite candy is after listening to this goop tale at Candylicious. So tell me what your favorite candy is. I would love to know. And I would also love it if you would go to gooptales.com forward slash vote and vote on which goop you want to hear about next because there are so many great ideas. And here at Goop Tales, listeners, we are all about helping you, the listener, get off the screen so that you can explore the power of your imagination and the magic of the world around you. And grown-ups who are listening, I get it. It's a hard time right now to even explore the magic of the world around you. It's hard to get outside. Um, it's hard to go meet your friends. It's just hard. But eventually things are gonna change and you are gonna be able to see your friends and things are gonna get better. But I want you to know that even if you can't travel outside to see them, or even if you can't travel the world, that the Goops can. They can leave Goop World anytime and you get to go with them with your imagination. I love it when I hear of listeners that are listening to the story and they just visualize the whole thing in their head. They can see the whole thing. And that's one of the most amazing parts about your imagination. Now, speaking of your imagination, I would love it if you littles out there listening want to draw pictures that are inspired by the goops, either a picture of the goop, somewhere that a goop went, something that a goop holds, whatever it is that the goops inspire in you or something just in the natural world around us. If you draw a picture and maybe you can have the adult in your life, adults, If you could tag that picture, put it on Facebook or Goop Tales, and I'm not Facebook or Goop Tales, Facebook or Instagram, and tag it with at Goop Tales, then we'll see it and we'll repost it 
so that all of the rest of the little goopies following goop tails can see your artwork as well. So I know you're going to need a grown-up help there to put it on Facebook or Instagram, but get drawing and ask your grown-up if they can help you. Let's see if I have anything else before we get started. I think we're just about ready to get started. The only thing I want to do now is just to let you know that you can get a free coloring book at gooptails.com. They're very easy to find right there on the homepage. I am going to read a review. Let's see, let me go to iTunes. If you haven't left a review on iTunes, I would love it if you did. And I read one on every podcast. So I'm looking for somebody I can read. Let's see. Uh, Okay, well, you asked me to put this in the next episode, so I am going to. I hope I pronounced your name right. So this is from Surya Rees, and it says, This morning, I played one of the episodes and loved it. I also have a good goop girl name, Clean Alina. She goes to Santa Fe and lands in my backyard and gets chased by my black cats too. And my gray 19-year-old cat, Scout, helps her. And I want her best friend to be Cootie Counto. And she has an eraser and a washcloth. And she erases other goops' papers and washes their faces with this washcloth. My name is Jendaya, and it's pronounced like papaya. I come from Santa Fe, and I will be eight in November 25th, 2020. P.S. Please put this in the next episode and all of it, not just some of it. Again, I love this podcast. Well, Jendaya, there you go. I put in your entire lovely review. So thank you so much for writing that. And happy, happy birthday to you. I'm a little bit early, but maybe by the time you you listen to this, it will be your birthday. So thank you. And I love your creative ideas and how you give me such detail on the eraser and the cats. It's great. All of this inspires me. And what I love is that it inspires you and your imagination. Okay, so now we are ready to take a trip to Candylicious. So let's go on in and I will see you on the other side. I can't decide a was such a sweet tot. She almost always did what she ought. Her heart was tender and kind. With goodness, she was always aligned. But when it came time to decide, her time she would bide and bide. Chapter One Once upon a time, there was a compassionate goop girl called I Can't Decida. She was known throughout Goop World for her kindness and thoughtfulness. I Can't Decida was always the first to help out when another Goop was in need. Once, Chryso cried for three days in a row over a lost sailboat, and he made himself sick. So sick that he couldn't speak anymore through his tears and he wouldn't eat a thing. 
I can't decide baked him his favorite snickerdoodle cookies and walked through a snowstorm to deliver them. When she got to his house, she made him a cup of cocoa and served it along with the snickerdoodles. Then she said, Cheer up, Chryso. That sailboat will either find its way back to you or it will sail into the hands of a happy new owner that will love it just like you did. I do hope you will cheer up and share the treats I brought. It would be so much more fun. Chryso finally stopped crying. I can't decide a watched with a smile on her face as the last tear dropped from his cheek. Then they both sat down and enjoyed the cookies and cocoa. I can't decide almost never lacked for company due to her good nature. There were times, however, when I can't decide would cause distress amongst the other goops. As much as she was known for her kindness, she was also known for her indecision. I can't decide had an extremely difficult time making decisions over just about anything. She could take hours deciding what to wear in the morning. I think I will wear my pink parka in the snow today. Hmm. Maybe I should wear my green woolly sweater with my yellow slicker over it. Well, I really do like pink, so maybe I will wear the parka after all. She would deliberate over and over until her mother came into her room and chose for her. None of the other goops wanted to be behind her in line at the ice cream shop because she took way too long. Hmm. I think I will have a chocolate chip cone with rainbow sprinkles. Oh, wait. Maybe I want to have strawberry with rainbow sprinkles. Or I could do the reverse and get birthday cake ice cream with chocolate sprinkles. I can't decide a would go on and on, while the rest of the goops grew very impatient, waiting for their turn. Due to her indecisive nature, I can't decide carried around a little red dice that she would roll to assist her in important decisions. When she couldn't decide if she should get Wainita a stuffed hippo or a stuffed camel for a birthday present, she said to herself, If I roll a three, she gets a camel. And anything else, she will get a hippo. Rolling the dice saved quite a bit of time in the life of I Can't Decida. One blustery fall day, I Can't Decida emptied out her piggy bank and gathered all her coins. I think I have enough for some fabulous treats. Who shall I share them with? She said out loud. Oh, I know who. Yakadoo. I can't decide. Made a rare instant decision to share with Yakadoo because she knew he was extremely picky about what treats he liked 
and didn't like. In fact, he even kept a running list of his favorite foods. He would be able to help her make a decision quickly. I can't decide a set off for Yakadu's house and told him that she wanted to treat him to a treat. That sounds stupendous, as long as it is a treat that I like, he said. So the two of them set out down a leaf-covered path with the wind blowing. They smashed crunchy autumn leaves along the way and talked about what treats they would get. I'm thinking I would get a bag of red cherry sour balls, but I'm I'm not sure, said I can't decide. Oh, let me check my list, said Yakadu, pulling out a pad of post-it notes from his pocket. He flipped through it and then said, Uh, yuck, red cherry sour balls are on my yuck list, said Yakadu. Oh, then maybe I won't get those. I guess I will have to decide when we get to the candy shop. The candy shop was quite tiny, but it was very orderly and beautifully set up. The walls were lined with shelves of glass jars. Each jar was filled with enticing treats that beckoned the sweet tooths. There were rows of rainbow-colored jelly beans, sours, chocolate drops, lemon drops, sugar-covered gumdrops, cinnamon bears, Swedish fish, swirled gumballs, and so much more. Oh, yakadu! This place always makes my head spin. I can never decide what to get, exclaimed I Can't Decida in delight as she looked around. I can help you with that. Just tell me what you want, and I will tell you if it is on my yuck list or not, said Yakadu. Excellent idea, exclaimed I Can't Decida. I would love to get some lemon drops, said I Can't Decida. Yakadu flipped through his notes. Not on my yuck list. You should get them. Hmm, but maybe I should get some strawberry chews instead, said I can't decide. Yakadu flipped through his notes again. Not on my yuck list. You should get them. Hmm, I'm not sure. Maybe I should get some spice drops, said I can't decide. Once again, they weren't on Yakadu's list, but still, no decision was made. I Can't Decida deliberated her choices for over an hour. Yakadu had fallen asleep on the floor of the candy shop because he was so tired of listening to her. I Can't Decida was standing near a large barrel of gummy worms. The worms had listened to her for over an hour, and they could barely stand it anymore. One of them slithered over to the edge of the barrel and coiled himself around I Can't Decide At. Then he pulled her straight into the nest of gummy worms, and she disappeared. Chapter 2 I Can't Decide a Struggled 
She tried to move her arms, but they wouldn't budge. The worm was squeezing her too tightly. She looked down and saw his fat, gummy body. And without thinking, she reached out and took a bite. The worm instantly released her and slid away. I can't decide could feel the rest of the worms sliding over her with their scratchy, sugar-sprinkled backs. She climbed through them as fast as she could and up and over the edge of the barrel, landing on the floor. That was gross, Yuckadoo, she said as she looked around for her friend. Instead, her eyes bulged as she beheld the scene before her. I can't decide had landed in what looked like the largest candy store she had ever seen. This must be candy heaven, she exclaimed. It didn't even look like a store. It was so large, it was more like a city. There was no end in sight to the sprawling rows of candy. There was a lollipop sky above her with enormous lollipops of every color of the rainbow hanging from the ceiling. Rows upon rows of clear glass candy jars filled with candy bananas, fish, apples, oranges, raindrops, bears, and so much more were everywhere. Walls were constructed of large clear tubes that held miles of jelly beans in every color imaginable. There was a glass case that twisted through the shop like a giant river, and it was filled with chocolate, milk chocolate, white chocolate, peppermint chocolate, chocolate bark, dark chocolate, chocolate cherries, chocolate pretzels, and many other chocolate-covered concoctions. I Can't Decida held her head and said, This place, this place, what is this place? I can barely stand it. Candylicious, said a cheery voice. I Can't Decida whipped her head around to see a red cinnamon bear sitting on top of a pile of candy peaches somewhere he clearly didn't belong. Candylicious! Mmm! I just can't decide where to start, said I Can't Decida. The bear's tone changed from cheery to suspect when he said, What do you mean? I mean, I want to eat some candy, said I Can't Decida. But I just can't decide where to start. Mmm! said the bear as he looked her up and down. You need to think before you try eating anything in Candylicious. Okay, I can do that, said I Can't Decida, knowing that she always thought about her decisions, perhaps a little too much. The bear instantly let down his guard and opened up to I Can't Decida. He told her that Candylicious 
was the largest candy store in Dubai, and it was a candy lover's dream. But the candy and Candylicious fell into different categories. It was very important to understand the categories. The cinnamon bear called himself Karfa, and he fell into the category of do not eat, of course. There are two categories, eat and do not eat, he explained. What would happen if I tried to eat you, asked I can't decide Karfa's eyebrows moved up in despair. He didn't like hearing this kind of talk. Oh, don't worry. I would never try and eat you. I was just wondering what would happen is all, said I can't decide There are a lot of other cinnamon bears in this shop. They won't like it. They have my back. The strawberry chews won't mind, and neither will the lemon drops. Why don't you eat one of them? I can't decide a nodded and popped a strawberry chew into her mouth. Yum! What else should I try? Maybe a peach patty or one of these candied bananas? Hmm, so many choices, sighed I can't decide a. Karfa sat and watched her for an hour before he was exhausted by her indecision. Hmm, decisions, decisions, said I can't decide a as she mindlessly reached her hand into a barrel of rainbow-colored gummy worms, picked one up, and bit off the head. Karfa suddenly sprung up from his tired trance. No! He called out, but it was too late. Run! He said to I Can't Decida, who turned around to see a small army of gummy worms slithering out of the barrel and coming for her. Run! Run now! Follow me! Yelled Karfa. I can't decide a, picked up a lemon drop and threw it at the fast approaching worms. And then she ran after Karfa as fast as she could. Chapter three. I can't decide a, followed Karfa as he wound in and around containers of Swedish fish, chocolate-covered mints, Smarties, peach-shaped gummies, and finally straight towards a wall lined with long, clear tubes of jelly beans. Rows and rows of jelly beans were displayed in every color of the rainbow, and then some. They ran by the tubes of sour apple, sour cherry, sour lemon, and sour orange. I can't decide it slowed down for a split second to look behind her and see the worms hot on her trail. They were being led by a giant gummy worm with a red head and green body and a fierce look on his face. Chided Karfa. As they approached a row of jelly bean tubes in different shades of red, Karfa slowed down. We need to hop in one of these now and hide. You have a red dress on, 
and I am red, so we will be camouflaged. I can't decide a looked up at all the shades of red. There was strawberry jam, which was a deep red, followed by pomegranate, which was a bit brighter. Then there was the classic blue red of very cherry. And right next to that was sizzling cinnamon, which wasn't quite as bright as the very cherry. Said Karfa as he looked in the direction of the worm army. Hmm. Well, I think my dress is more the color of the strawberry jam jelly beans, but you are a little bit more the color of sizzling cinnamon. I'm just not sure which two we should pick. Just pick one! There's no time to waste! hissed Karfa. Then, because there wasn't a moment to lose, he shoved I Can't Decida deep inside the tube of very cherry jelly beans and followed right behind her. They wriggled in deep as the jelly beans spilled over them. Both of them disappeared just as the red-headed worm and his army turned the corner. The worm suddenly stopped as he realized he had lost sight of his prey. He stuck his body high up in the air, balancing on the end of his tail, and spun his head around 360 degrees in search of I Can't Decida and Karfa. Slowly and deliberately, he turned to the worm army behind him and began to motion. He sent worms off in every direction of the shop. Some went slithering away towards the chocolates. A few others began to climb the wall toward the lollipop ceiling. A few more slid towards the barrels of saltwater taffy. The remaining worms were ordered to start at the beginning of the jelly bean tubes and slide over each tube looking for suspicious activity. And so began the worm hunt for I Can't Decida and Karfa. Meanwhile, Karfa watched it all from a crack between the very cherry jelly beans. He whispered to I Can't Decida, We have to be very careful. Any sudden movement and the worms would notice. Okay, whispered back I Can't Decida. Karfa continued to keep watch as I Can't Decida sat still in the jelly beans. Karfa was looking for a break, a moment where the worms went in another direction so that he and I Can't Decida could escape. But all he saw were worms patrolling Candylicious. They were sliding up and over every tube looking for movement. I Can't Decida sat and waited patiently for a very long time. Still, it wasn't safe to go out. 
After what seemed like hours, Ikant Decida grew hungry. She glanced at Carfa, who was still keeping a vigilant watch on the patrolling worms. And then she looked at the very cherry jelly beans that were surrounding her. One couldn't hurt, she thought to herself. So Ikant Decida opened her mouth and took a tiny bite out of the nearest jelly bean. It was delicious. She had never had a very cherry jelly bean before. She made a mental note that she must tell Yuckadoo how delicious they were. Then she took another bite. It was equally delicious. Finally, I can't decide reached up and grabbed an entire jelly bean. And as she did, the jelly beans above it all slid down, ever so slightly. Karfa glanced at her in panic. She had just exposed his face as the jelly bean hiding him slid away. At that exact moment, one of the worms squirmed over the two and found itself face to face with Karfa and I can't decide her. Chapter four. I can't decide stared through the clear acrylic tube straight into the eyes of an enraged gummy worm. It unpeeled itself from the tube and stood up on its tail and then shook, violently sprinkling sugar grains off its body. The worm quickly started moving his head in wild circles, summoning the rest of the gummy worm army. Karfa and I can't decide observed from inside the safety of the jelly bean too. We can't stay here for long, said Karfa, as he watched one of the worms slither down to the jelly bean exit and start to enter the two. Come quick, he said, as he pulled I Can't Decida deeper inside the jelly beans so they couldn't be seen. We need to climb now to the top and get out. They are starting to enter from the bottom of the tube. I don't think they will suspect us of going to the top. So I can't decide and Karfa began their ascent to the top of the jelly bean tube. Meanwhile, three of the worms had managed to wriggle their way inside the tube and were making their way upwards. Keep moving, keep moving, said Karfa as he climbed over jelly bean after jelly bean. I can't decide scrambled over the beans as quickly as her little legs would take her. Her feet slipped off the jelly beans time after time and her hands lost their grasp on the smooth, shiny surface of the beans. But she didn't give up. When they stopped to rest for a moment, they could hear the slithering of the worms plowing through the jelly beans beneath them, 
making their way upwards. After listening to the worms for just a few seconds, they both looked at each other with fear and moved upwards once again. Finally, they reached the top of the container and Karfa poked his head up. I can't decide was right behind him. Karfa began to climb out of the container when suddenly a gummy worm popped up from the side and opened its mouth wide as if to swallow him. Karfa froze in terror. For the first time in her life, I can't decide didn't hesitate to make a decision. She pulled out one of the very cherry jelly beans and shoved it in the worm's mouth. The worm had no teeth, so the jelly bean just stuck in his mouth. There was nothing he could do. I can't decide was thrilled with her decision and she proceeded to throw two more jelly beans into his mouth for good measure. He couldn't eat them now. He could barely move. Thank you, said Karfa, as he turned to look at I Can't Decida and saw three more worms coming at her from behind. Jump with me, he said, as he grabbed I Can't Decida's hand and leapt from the top of the jelly bean container straight onto a lollipop hanging from the ceiling. He managed to just catch it. Those worms can't come for us now. They can't jump, he laughed. (laughs) I can't decide grabbed onto the lollipop with all her might. She looked down below and marveled at the enormity of Candylicious. It was unreal. She had never seen anything like it, but as she stared at the colorful barrels, tubes, and jars of candy, all she could think about was home. I want to go home, Karfa. There is no candy that is better than home. Karfa smiled. The star pops make a wish on one, he said as he pointed towards a cluster of star pops hanging from the ceiling. I can't decide began climbing over the lollipops to make her way to a star pop when she looked at the worms wildly wriggling below. But I can't leave you, Karfa. The worms, won't they come after you? Don't worry about me. I'm going to drop into an army of bears, he said as he pointed to a barrel of cinnamon bears below. Watch, said Karfa, and he let go of the lollipop and dropped downwards into the barrel of cinnamon bears. Once he arrived, the rest of the bears gave a small hurrah and waved up at I Can't Decida. It's my turn, she thought to herself as she made her way over to a star pop and grabbed hold of it. Then she closed her eyes and made a wish to be back in Goop World. The star pop began to twirl faster and faster. Round and round it went until it spun out the door of Candylicious and up into the sky where it sailed across the clouds above and landed in front of the sweet shop in Goop World with I Can't Decida firmly attached. 
I can't decide I felt dizzy. She opened her eyes and looked down to see her hand grasping a tiny star pop. Did it really happen? She asked herself. Then she remembered Karfa and smiled. I must tell Yakadu all about my adventure. Then I can't decide a set off to find Yakadu, but he was nowhere to be found. He was at the Dead Sea with far too much salt in his mouth. But that is a tale for another time. All right. I hope you enjoyed that trip to Candylicious. Maybe it got your sweet tooth inspired. Or maybe it shut down your sweet tooth with all that talk of gummy worms. Whatever it is, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please leave a review on iTunes because it helps me spread the word. And the more we can spread the word about Goop Tales, the more I make them. Okay, um, I have a special request because I have been getting so many great little voicemails from all of you. It inspired me to ask you for help with your voices. So I'm looking for, now this is something for grownups to listen up to too, littles and the grownups. I'm looking for volunteers that might want to record a little audio snippet for the show. So if you want to use your sweet voices and have them be on a podcast, just have one of your grownups send an email to let us know. You can write at either admin at gooptails.com or maria at gooptails.com. There was a review where somebody didn't know how to contact us. So admin at gooptails.com or maria at gooptails.com. So if you want to potentially hear your voice on a goop tale, make sure you have one of your grownups send us an email to let us know. And we're going to gather all those names and then put something together. That is it for this time. And next time we're going to take a trip to the dead, the salty dead sea, which will be very exciting. But until then, I'm going to ask you, to use your imagination, look at the world outside around you and just explore it, explore it, explore it. And if you can't go outside, explore it in your head and through books and podcasts, because really you can go anywhere you want at any time in your imagination. So until I see you next time, make every day a goop day. <laughs>